0: coming up now on established in the faith and that thing blew up in his face mean, i stood there and watched it and i pulled that helmet off of his head and he was white as a sheet if he hadn't put it on it would have killed him dead at four o'clock and he looked at me and he was shaking just inches away from stepping into eternity of hell
1: Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to Establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now, Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me, please, to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12, if you will, move down to verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. And will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. Against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. And you shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. And I just want to stop right there and ask you the question today. Has the blood been applied? Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father... Lord, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to stand before your people and to minister your word. And Lord, today I ask for your strength, your anointing. Lord, help me to rightly divide this word of truth. Lord, I trust and depend upon your spirit today to do the work that needs to be done. Move within the hearts of your people, I ask, Lord, for mighty Holy Ghost conviction to fall upon your people. Lord, that lives will be changed. Lord, that people will be drawn closer to you, deeper into your word and led more by your Spirit. And Lord, we are careful to give you praise and glory for all that you have done and for all that you are going to do. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen and Amen. In the closing chapters of the book of Genesis, we read where there is a great famine in the land unlike anything that had ever happened in the world up until that particular time. And Joseph had his father Israel along with his brothers their wives and their children, some 70 souls, the Bible says. Joseph had all of them moved down into Egypt during this time of famine, and there Joseph took care of his family. Let me tell you something today, ladies and gentlemen. Joseph is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And just as Joseph took care of his family during a time of famine, I'm here to tell you today, no matter what may come our way, no matter what kind of famine we may be facing today, the Lord Jesus Christ is there to take care of you. As years went by, the Bible says that Joseph died, and another Pharaoh came to the throne of Egypt that knew not Joseph and during this time the children of Israel they prospered God blessed them and they increased exceedingly in numbers the bible says and this new pharaoh when he came to the throne noticed how outnumbered the egyptians were compared to the number of the hebrews And he came up with the idea to make slaves out of Israel. He had them place taskmasters over the children of Israel, forced them to work hard labor, made their lives bitter, caused them to build the treasure cities of Python and Ramses. Hard labor. Bondage, And if you're a student of the Word of God, you know that Egypt is a type of the world. And I want to tell you something today, folks. This world has nothing but bondage for you. There's nothing in this world but bondage. And if that ain't bad enough, Pharaoh concocted this scheme to slow down the growth of Israel by destroying the youth. And he said, Every little boy baby that is born, kill him. Now, I want you to think about what I've just said. To stop the growth of Israel of that day, Pharaoh gave the orders to destroy the youth. Pharaoh, who considered himself to be God, Satan today, who is the God of this present world, has given orders to destroy the youth. Our young people today are facing things that was unheard of back in my day. They have access to things that we didn't have access to back in my day. You can't imagine what our young people are going through. The problem in schools today. The pain is so bad that some of them are taking razor blades to their skin. A pain that is so bad inside that the only way they can feel better about themselves is to take a razor blade and cut their flesh. We've got some young people in here today. And I don't know how many may be listening by radio today, but let me tell you this. Whenever there is the cutting of your flesh involved, demon spirits are behind it. I want you to hear what I'm telling you. The Bible tells us about a man who was demon possessed. He was running among the tombs in so much pain and hurt. Society of that day didn't know what to do with him. And so they chained him up among the tombs. And there he was cutting himself with stones until Jesus came. And when Jesus came, he set that man free. And let me tell you something today, young people. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know the pain that you feel in your heart. I don't know what it's like to have so much pain that you would want to take a razor blade to your skin. I don't know what that's like, but Jesus Christ does. And Jesus Christ can set you free from that bondage. And our young people are under attack today like never before. The Bible says that the children of Israel, they cried unto God. Let me ask you something today, church. How many young people do we have to lose before we start crying unto God? The Bible says that God heard their cries. And it seems like to me a lot of churches could care less. As long as you don't fool with our religion. As long as you don't fool with our way of doing things. You can do whatever you want to do with the youth. But just don't fool with our little way of doing things. If the youth dies, the church dies. Are you listening to me? kill all the little boy babies. If the church will start crying out unto God for our young people, God will hear that cry. And God called a man by the name of Moses. And Moses went in before Pharaoh and said, Thus saith the Lord. Let my people go. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? I know not the Lord, and I will not let the people go. I know not the Lord. Let me tell you something, brother. He was just before fixing to find out who the Lord was. God knew in the very beginning what it was going to take to deliver his people. God knew that it was going to take death to deliver his people. Why is it that it takes death to deliver some people? Why is it that it takes a death in the family to draw people to God? I worked with a man years ago doing electrical work. We were working in front of this huge electrical panel, 277, 480 volt, three phase panel and we were trying to put a breaker in that thing and and, and the breaker had to be hard bolted into the bus of that electrical panel and i had been talking and witnessing to this man about his soul salvation and he knew where he needed to be but he wouldn't turn to the lord and that day we were working in front of that panel and he was tapping that bus 480 volts of electricity And I said, man, you better go get your face shield and get your hot gear on because if that thing blows out, you ain't going to stand a chance. He had done this hundreds of times. He said, yeah, you're right. Went and got his hot gear and put it on. Went back in there and knelt down and turned that tap just a couple more times and that thing blew up in his face. Blew him across the room and I stood
0: there and watched it. And I pulled that helmet off of his head and he was white as a sheet. Just seconds away from death. If he hadn't have put it on, it would have killed him dead at 4 o'clock. And he looked at me and he was shaking. Just inches away from death. Just inches away from stepping into eternity of hell. How many of you in this place? How many of you listening by radio to me today? You're just one breath away from eternity. Let me tell you something. Whether you graduate or not whether you go to college or not, whether you get married or not, the only thing that's going to matter when you stand before God one day and you step into eternity, the only thing that's going to matter is has the blood been applied to the doorpost of your heart?
1: And going home that afternoon... that man still would not give his heart to the Lord. Why? Why do we wait so long? God knew it was going to take death to deliver His people. But God is a God of mercy. He's a gracious God. He performed miracle after miracle, sign and wonder after wonder, sent plague after plague, turned water into blood, sent a plague of flies, frogs jumping, bouncing around everywhere, hailstones mingled with fire, Locusts eating up everything. miracle after miracle. And Pharaoh saw it. And he would not repent. He would not let the people go. And today, the signs are all around us. signs and wonders, the signs of the times. We just keep right on living our lives. And we won't repent and give our hearts to the Lord. God had no other choice but to sin death. And let me tell you this. There's no discrimination when it comes to death. It don't matter whether you're black or white. Brown, red, green, purple or polka dotted. Death knows no boundaries. Death does not matter how old you are or how, how young you are. The Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. and The wages of sin is death. Death knows no boundaries and God Put limitations on this death angel. Said, When you go through the land tonight, only the firstborn. The Egyptians and their religion, they believed that the firstborn carried eternal consequences. If if the firstborn somehow died prematurely, then the family was damned for eternity. They believed in animal worship as well. But God restricted death to just the firstborn of the family. But God provided a way of escape. He said in Exodus 12, verse 3, He said, Take a lamb. Church... It's always been the lamb. In the book of Genesis, God took an animal, quite possibly a lamb, killed that little thing and pulled its skin away and made coats of skins to cover Adam and Eve. A lamb for a person. And here, in this of which I'm trying to tell you today, God said, take a lamb for a house. Later on, when God would give the law to Moses, He told Moses to take a lamb for the nation and offer it up. And in the New Testament, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming. And said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. In the New Testament, we have a Lamb for the whole world, and that Lamb is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's always been the Lamb. Church, where is the Lamb? Some of you are going to be meeting up in Craigmont here in just a few weeks. I ask you, where is the Lamb? You talk about Freud, Maslow, and Rogers, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is not mentioned. We got a problem, folks. Where is the lamb? He said, Take a lamb. Verse 5 without spot, without blemish. The lamb represented the perfect life of Christ, no sin. Not one sin did he ever commit in word, thought, or deed. He lived a perfect life. And that perfect life made him fit to be a perfect sacrifice. And then he said, Take the blood, strike it on the two side post and the upper door post of the houses wherein you'll be staying. The death angel is coming through tonight. Brother, let me tell you something. That blood was an outward sign. Public. To be seen. If I knew the death angel was coming, I'd have put enough blood up there on that doorpost, brother, they'd have seen it. Are you hearing me? See, you you got some Christians today just want to take a little dot and you want to be a 007 Christian. Am I hitting home to anybody? If I knew that death angel was coming, brother, I'm going to have me a big old brush and I'm going to put enough up there. Folks can see it. I have a spotlight on it because I don't want God to miss me. The blood was applied Physically to the doorpost of the house. Today it's applied spiritually by faith to the doorpost of your heart. And the cries rang out in the night as hundreds, thousands died because there was no blood applied. To their doorpost. They had one advantage then that we don't have today. They knew the death angel was coming sometime that night. But today we don't know when that death angel is coming. God forbid one of you walk out this door today. And draw your last breath and step into eternity. You may not make it to tonight. We don't know. But there's only one thing that's going to matter when that death angel comes. Has the blood been applied to the doorpost of your heart? The lamb has already been slain. Jesus has already died at Calvary. The blood has been shed. All you've got to do is take it by faith. Would you bow your heads, please? I'm going to lead this congregation this morning in a sinner's prayer. And those of you listening by radio today, if... You'll repeat this prayer after me and believe it in your heart. You'll be applying the blood of Jesus Christ to the doorpost of your heart. And God has promised that He'd save you if you believe it. Now, repeat it after me if you will. Dear God in heaven, I come to you as a lost sinner. I'm sorry for my sins. The things I've done. The life I've lived. Please forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. With your precious blood. I realize in my heart. My need of salvation. Which can only come. Through Jesus Christ and what He did at the cross. Right now, I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, and I apply His blood to the doorpost of my heart. With my mouth, I confess the Lord Jesus. In my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead and He is alive. And You said in Your Word that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And right now, I have called upon Your name. And I believe I am washed, I am cleansed, I am saved. Amen. Praise God. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free cd copy of this message just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234 you can also go to establishedinthefaith.com there you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form but perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something again just give us a call at 252 252- 299 299 This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, as well depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at establishedinthefaith, P.O. Box 601, bailey north carolina 27807 we look forward to hearing from you